Yo, 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 yo. Mic check. Episode 220? 220, yeah. Yeah. Episode 220. Serious Rap Shit Podcast. I'm John, your host. I'm Josh, your other host. Yeah, we about to about to get it popping. What's going on, Josh? Um, chilling, bro. Um, it was it, it's been like just insane, like dealing with college stuff with my daughter mm. and shit like that. It's just you know, it's all bureaucratic bureaucracy bullshit when you're dealing with like getting shit approved and like uh. getting moving stuff. So hopefully we'll be moving her in tomorrow. Oh, and shit. they don't uh, make it easy. No, nah, no, nah. <laughs> Jesus. Nah. It's always some dumb shit, man. But, like, hopefully she's all good. We'll be moving her in tomorrow. And, you know, she gets to start her college life. And, yeah. like, it's literally the last, last this past weekend. She didn't even stay for the day. She stayed for a little while. Was the last weekend at Dad's house. That is intense. Jesus. Yeah. 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 How do you feel? Um... I feel good because, like, I know I'm going to see her a lot and I'm going to talk to her a lot. And then, you know, I'm glad to see she's becoming a young person. Like, she's a young lady. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, like, I trust her to be very, very smart. Um, and I trust her to, like, do the things that she needs to get done. So I'm not worried in that way. You know yeah. what I mean? Girls are, you know, I love boys. Girls are so good. <laughs> like, yeah. As far as, you know, uh, you you... You know, this is this is clearly like stereotyping, and it, and it's not you know the case for every young person. I feel like with girls, you don't have to worry about a girl not taking care of business. Yeah, like yeah. how many bum Jones you know in your life? Like really, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it, I feel like you you probably know more like bum ass dudes than than. Oh, women. At, like out of the people I graduated with in um, at Swenson. Um, there were way more girls who went to college than out of the dudes that we knew. Like oh. out of the guys I knew to the to the dudes I to the uh, women I knew, they all like a lot of the women went to college. All the dudes except for like two of us went to fucking go hang out on the corner after right. high school. You know what I mean? And like even if a, a young lady doesn't do college, she'll figure some other shit out. Yeah, I think There's nursing school, all yeah. that kind of like they do that. Like that is something too. Um, I think there's a lot of women that like get pushed into trade as well quicker than guys do. Like guys, it's like, oh well, like you know, plumbing school or some shit like that's kind of like a last resort. You know right. what I mean? I was gonna say, dudes, <laughs> this is not everybody, but no. uh, dudes will like trap or like bum it up for like you know their twenties and their thirties and shit. <laughs> And then, you know, you be knocking on 40, you be like, yo, I need to get the CDL, bro. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah exactly. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Which, you know, everybody's life journey, I understand. I'm, right. I, too, have have uh, been out somewhere and seen, like, a CDL uh, little, like, brochure or some shit when I was a young boy. But, man, I, I might be able to do that. Couldn't even drive. For real, for real, drive. I'm gonna go no. drive a fucking truck. It didn't even make sense. There was a lot of us who like went to like city year after high school. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like there's a lot of people that was like, yo, the give you free Tim's. <laughs> <And, laughs> 
And you go like they you outside the city for like six months. Not the free butter dog. I was thinking about um shout out to Newt. We uh worked at this like call center mm-hmm. and uh it was in it was in the northeast and it was like a bunch of people from our school. Like we literally used to get on like the 70 bus after school and ride up Cotman Avenue to go work at this fucking nut ass call center. And I'm sure I've told this story before. Uh, we was in a break room. We were like having a meeting. And of course, we're like 17. Like we work at after school jobs. We're not taking any of this mm-hmm. shit seriously. And there's a bunch of us in the break room. And this old head came in and he had some new Tims on. But them shits ain't had no tree on the side. Mm. <laughs> them shits just said Tims, like T I M S. Dog, I was crying. We like laughing. Like, oh, look at this. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, he's probably like raising fucking three kids or yeah. some shit and looking like nigga. He living a real life, and he's like, yo, <laughs> you don't give a fuck if my butters ain't real butters. Like, get the yo, fuck out of here. Me and Note say the speaking of that. Me and Note was on on the train one day. I don't know where we were going. I think we were on the sub going somewhere, and. Dude got on the um, and it was like school time, and like yeah, there yeah. was a bunch of young kids on the train, and dude got on the train. He looked like he was painting or some shit, like some kind of construction work, and his tins was all thick. And the young boy uh was like, "Yo, look at old head tins, they trash." Blah blah blah. And old head <laughs> jumped up and was like, "Listen, you little motherfucker, I work for a living." <laughs> I was like, I thought my man was about to do go full falling down and like uh-huh. just start lighting the train up, dog. Uh-huh. I was like, my man probably like got yelled at by his boss or some shit. Had to get on the train and let some dickhead young boss right. set up out his boots. Man, listen, is the the bravery that we had as kids fucking with like <laughs> working adults on the train on a commute to and from yes. work. Yeah. Man, listen, a nigga could have could have stabbed one of us and, and kept it moving. Bro, I remember catching those buses early in the morning to go to school and you see like working dudes on the bus or whatever. And they would be like they just had like that that thousand mile stare in their eye. Like yeah. they go into this job that they don't want into. You don't understand or appreciate that until you're there. Mm-hmm. Until you're doing it and you yeah. like you're, you know, on the fucking, you're an adult, you on the bus, it's like eight in the morning, you listening to like a skipping ass, like scratched up J. Rudy yeah. Damages CD, yeah. and it's like 30 kids on the back of the bus just like, rah, 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 yeah. like making the most noise at like seven, eight in the morning. Dog, we you don't understand that stress. Pop the, set the window open and like throw the joint up, let that shit mm-hmm. slam down as it's like wow. doing 60 down the boulevard. Just like, yo, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna cause complete ruckus. Some dude up front, like, just stressed. He's like, man, my fucking. He's like, we're about to go on strike like next month. I ain't right. seen no money. I ain't seen no bread, man. Yeah, dog. Like that. I I don't appreciate. I don't appreciate it till you get older and you're that dude and you're like, I never want to catch a bus with kids. Yeah. Like I, I got. I don't yeah. care if I will purposely when I had when I've had to catch the bus. I've been lucky enough to drive most of the time. But when I have had to catch the bus, I will schedule shit around like 
times when kids are gonna be on the bus. Yeah, it's too it's it's too intense. Yeah. Like I love y'all. Y'all are like the future and the new generation and shit. Like that's fucking beautiful. But yeah. y'all are like stressful. Like that noise and like mm-hmm. that energy and shit. When you old, you're in- <laughs> you had the same energy levels. Oh, it, it is long dissipated. Like yeah. you're not like oh man, I can't wait. You get to you get to your mid to mid thirties to forties and shit. All of a sudden, you just go like, I don't have no energy for this. Yeah. Like. I'm not chasing nobody. Like I'm not dealing with the screaming and yelling. Cause I've had it. Like I've had it coaching the kids. You know, I coached eighth graders, so like right. they they got all the energy in the world. They're ready to run and rock it, and it's just like, fam, I don't have none of that. Like yeah. I don't have none of that energy to be ripping and running with y'all. Yeah. So like, either do what I'm telling you to do, or get the fuck out of my way, yo. Like yeah. I don't want to have to do with any of this shit. Yeah, that shit, man. Like some of my worst just like feeling in life has been uh those like long commutes like don't let it be like the you know we live in philly east coast of shit don't let it be like the dead of winter and it's cold the hawk like cutting through your coat and shit you know what i mean niggas might not have had no bread to get like the a nice warridge or some shit no (laughs) was out there with like a a hoodie and a vest (laughs) like my arms don't really get cold Right. My arms can deal with it. No, I remember fucking uh I was waiting on the bus. It was early in the morning, like crazy early in the morning. And two cops in uh like the van, like the vans they be in and shit. Two cops pull up at a red light while I'm at the bus stop. And I'm just mm-hmm. sitting. I don't know if I got resting bitch face or whatever. I'm just sitting there. You know what I mean? I'm chilling. I'm in my own thoughts. You know what I mean? About to go to work. It it, it was like butt crack in the morning, too. Like where yeah. it was uh it was it was still like a little dark. Yeah. It yeah. wasn't like the sun wasn't fully up yet. And this fucking cop pulls up. He in a passenger side. He look over, he like. Yeah, you look at you look at real serious, big man. Where you where you going? I'm like, I'm going to work, yo. <laughs> what the fuck? Like, why are you? What the fuck? Like, why are you? Why are you fucking me? with me, man? You know why what I'm saying? Why are you fucking with me? Can he I said, just? Oh, you just got a real serious look on your face. All right, like <laughs> go to a job I hate. Yeah, what the fuck? Yeah, what the fuck, man? Like, what I have potential. To look happy. Yeah. That fucking potential. Now I'm going to some dead ass job, bro. Like, leave me yeah. alone. Why are you bothering me? I could have bid something. Yeah. Now I'm, gonna, now I'm gonna go call somebody else because they bills is late. Dog <laughs> oh, niggas used to get on the phone. You you probably pay your bills. You probably pay your motherfucking bill. Get the fuck out of here. Oh well. That's not No one's calling me about mine yet. Ain't nobody calling me. Yeah. <laughs> I figured it out. I ain't here. two months delinquent on mine. Right. That's why. <laughs> uh, I'll never forget. Uh, <laughs> I called this. This is not funny. I called this lady, and and I was fresh doing like the bill collector shit. Like I was, I was new. I called this lady, and she was so upset just that I had called. She like burst out in tears over the phone. I don't know if this joint was just acting, but this yeah. shit sound real as hell. And she was like, uh, she's like, I can't pay. 
I don't want them to take my house. Like she was like really going in and like her kids are in the background just like screaming and shit. Like, mom, mm-hmm. what's wrong? Like that shit that shit was horrendous. And it really it really made me think like, yo, is this really something that I want to mm-hmm. be involved in? Cause like, you know, it's not my fault. Cause you know, I didn't, you know, I don't, I don't I'm just calling. Yeah. But I'm, I'm also involved. Cause like I'm causing stress and she's stressing the kids out. It's like a ripple of a fucking, mm-hmm. you know, broke nigga butterfly effect or some shit. I'm broke. I gotta call her and stress her out. Then she's stressing her kids out. It was, it was horrible. If you listening to this, I know all of y'all probably got like good jobs and shit already. Y'all went to college, but if you're listening to this and you're considering becoming a bill collector, don't, don't. fucking do it. It's awful. My job sucks, dude. I used to. It's trash. <clears throat> I I did it for Sears. I don't, Sears isn't even around anymore. I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure. I remember um, that. I remember that. Oh my god, that job sucked. Mm-hmm. You would call people, and it was mostly old people, because mm-hmm. um, they did, like a lot of young people was like, "Well, I, I don't want like a, you're 20. You're not like I need a credit card to a, to a place that sells tools. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> right. And it wasn't like I'm shopping for clothes at Sears. So like I, right. you know, it was a, it was a lot of older people had. So you were always, I, dude. I used to call so many like people in their 60s and 70s who were like, "Oh, baby, I'm just, I, you know, I got a fixed income, so I can only send you guys this much." And you're like, "Yeah, mm-hmm. but you accumulate, you know, you accumulate interest every month. You don't send 35 dollars if you can only send 25." Yeah. yeah, but baby, that's all I can afford. And, uh, and I'm like, "Okay, well, we'll just be calling you back in three hours." Yeah. Like, you're just like, "Why am I doing this? Yeah, this and is what my life like- is." Yeah, you you want to be like, yo, don't don't worry about it. Yeah, but, fuck these people. Like, yeah. you're seventy. Why do you give a fuck about your credit? Like, oh, when I was twenty, I didn't give. A fuck <laughs> yeah, about I care now. Yeah, to to a degree, but <laughs> I care I care enough that I'm like, damn, I, I don't want to pay my bills late. But I live in America's capitalist system where it's like, hey man, sometimes bills just gonna have to be late, bro, because you be know late. people don't pay you on time. So yeah. Yeah, it just is what it is. Yeah. Man, I I wish um like all of the shit that I've been good at paying on time could hit your credit. That's how you know that shit is scam. Yeah. You know what I mean? I've been paying rent on time for years, years. You know what I'm saying? My Netflix has only been cut off like two times. Listen, <laughs> like, does my Netflix payments count? <laughs> how come that shit don't count? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I get some nut ass uh, Queen Latifah card. In 1999, <laughs> <laughs> that shit sitting on my credit like a fucking a fucking stone. Come yeah, on. fucking albatross around your neck of Queen Latifah's credit card. <laughs> we see here, Mister Morrison, that you got the <laughs> Queen Latifah <laughs> Unity card. <laughs> hey, don't worry about that. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Macy's tried to take me to court for their card. Are you serious? Yeah. How much did you? I'll edit it out if you don't. Oh, I'm gonna fuck. It's, two, how, how it's much? like two racks. Oh, shit. <laughs> We're two racks. Not yeah, my fault. Good. Stop giving me a fucking increase on my credit line. <laughs> You're like, all right, we see here. He it was like five pieces of polo <laughs> shit, too. What are you like? I, two racks ain't shit. He blew the whole, he blew the whole balance at <laughs> the low store. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, you, you know what it was? It was like, Anytime I needed 
like to have like fairly dress up clothes like court shit or mm-hmm. like oh we got like a you know a fucking um <laughs> uh uh why well, can't think of it off the top of my damn head where everybody get dressed up and go to like the like an event hall and shit why well, my brain is just not like a uh, wedding no Cabaret? like a cabaret like anytime Ooh, it was a yeah. cabaret or some shit like that it was like all right i'll you know i'll go to macy's and buy myself something new to wear blah blah blah, blah. and that's all it was it was just me yeah. doing that shit but it was just also me only paying like a small amount every month and then when right. i got hurt in the car accident and money got short it was like hey certain shit ain't gonna get paid macy's not ain't working, getting yeah. paid yeah, yeah like you know what i mean so that's what happened with them and then it was just like oh well I still got my polo, so yeah. <laughs> I won. This Ralph still look nice. Yeah. <laughs> also, y'all niggas bluffing. Y'all not taking me to court for two bands. Get out of here. That's that's to like get me to settle. Yeah, yeah. yeah you know, that's like, all right, I owe y'all two. I'll send y'all fifteen or whatever. Yeah. Like, come on. Like, oh well, man. Like, you know that game. Yeah, I've paid all everything else. Like, I've been doing good with my credit now. It's just like. You know, when shit when shit got cut off and I got hurt, I wasn't expecting to have my back fucked up for the rest of my life. Like, yeah. like come on. You think I wanted this? Dude. So now <clears throat> I just that's what I'm trying to be like good with my like my daughter said she is even on campus shit. And she said they've already been hitting her up about credit cards. Like, hey, do you want to mm-hmm. take a credit card out? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she's like, No, I'm not taking yeah, no credit cards. Fuck out. up your credit. Yeah. See, see. I, I didn't have that impulse control. Nope. Them niggas ain't even called me. I was sitting in the crib and seen <laughs> Queen Latifah. <laughs> U-N-I-T-Y. I was like, man, I need that. Yeah. Blew the whole balance the day they mailed it to me. They <laughs> never paid it. I went to Zales and for my goddaughter, she, was get, she had just got her ears pierced and shit like mm. that. And her birthday was coming up. So I'm like... Oh, I'm gonna get her some nice diamond earrings, like little yeah. diamond earrings or whatever. So I go to Zales, fill out the and, and you know I'm getting ready to pay. And they're like, "Do you want to apply for a credit card?" And I'm like, "Might as well." Of course I do. Fill out a. Uh, I was like <laughs> 19 or something. Fill out the credit card, you know. They're like, "Yeah, they're like, you could get like up to a thousand dollars cash back." But blah, 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 blah. I'm like, "All right, cool. I need that." Started taking money out. On cat on like a cash like taking cash out of the ATM on my Ooh. credit line, not realizing like it's like a thirty percent interest rate when you do that. Ooh, wow! And like I was just anytime it was like, damn, you want to go? Yo, you want to go grab some drinks? It's like, <laughs> man, I'm kind of fucked up. You know what? We gonna take some money out of Let's this go. card. I want to take some money out of the card, dog. I drunk away like my whole Zales balance. I can't get a Zales card no more. That shit a long time ago. Zales on that shit. Zales, y'all assholes for allowing that. Yeah. Why yeah. why are you letting me if if I'm in fucking set it off go go bar and I run out of ones, why can I pull out a fucking Zales card yeah. and get more cash and then change it at the bar and then start making it rain? Why is that an option? Yeah, you shouldn't be allowing me to do that at bottoms up. <laughs> like <laughs> especially not bottoms up. <laughs> What was the other? Dutch Gardens? Dutch Gardens. I used to love Dutch Gardens. Because <laughs> we used to be on no, like we used to chill on Sixth Street, chilling, and then be like, let's go hit up Dutch Gardens. Because yeah. it was like two blocks away. That's how you know the city ain't shit, yo. 
once like the hood strip clubs are gone, yeah, that's a it's bad all sign. like it's all like Delilahs and cheerleaders. Yeah, that's a that's a sign of gentrification faster than the uh, new buildings going up. Mm-hmm. That's a Ooh, fast you know, sign of strip clubs around here. Nah. <clears throat> uh, hey, listen, no one's ever gonna build uh, new houses around the Piccadilly. They're gonna have to close the bitch down. <laughs> It's gonna have to happen that way. I don't think that block even takes like new construction. No, <laughs> that whole block is cursed. Yeah, you can't even build that there. Yeah, um, but uh, yeah, I think we can start getting into uh, just some. Well, we're not doing no news this week. It's all new music this week because so yeah. much stuff dropped last week. Yeah. Um. So first, I think we should lead off with like the stellar project, the most stellar project. Mm-hmm. Um. So Fab and uh friend dog no, kidding. Um, <laughs> Fabulous. <laughs> first, there is a Fab joint on this list, but um first uh Black Thought and Danger Mouse cheat codes. Yeah. Yeah. Whew. <laughs> this is uh listen, I, I wrote a review of this album. I think this album is a classic. This is five mm. mics. Uh, what did the source used to do? What you mean? Not the source. I'm sorry. Double uh, XL. What was Double XL's rating? Uh, what was Double XL's rating? You know, didn't they do um, like small, medium, large? I was about to say, yeah, it's XL, probably small, medium, XL. large. Yeah, 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 yeah. I honestly, I never fucked with Double XL like that. I never like. I, uh, I know they've had like brilliant writers and editors that have come yeah. through there, uh, but I was never a double XL reader. Man. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Whatever. Double XL. Whatever you're gonna call it. Like this album is to me is a classic. Like yeah. it's insanely good. It it really is good, and um. I I have not. I said this on uh, NPR too. I have not loved everything that uh danger mouse has done mm-hmm. has done uh production wise i've always felt like uh the gray album was overrated um but that's just me you know what i mean uh but the production on this black thought is crazy you know what i'm saying like he's he's going absolutely nuts on this record lyrically as he always does the production just like uh the texture and like the approaches to like a, a, the arrangements and some of the like tricky little stuff uh, Danger Mouse is doing with the samples is really, really what uh, caught me and held me mm-hmm. about this record. Their their chemistry is impeccable, and yeah, this this is probably the best Black Thought album. Yes, this is this is in the territory of like the good Roots albums. Yeah, you know and what I'm saying it, this this and shit it, is is really excellent. It's crazy because there's probably a lot of like people when you think of like greatest rapper, you don't always think about thought. Aside from, like Philly people are always going to be like, "But thought," like you know yeah. what I mean. But for people outside of that, there's a, probably an aspect of like, "Well, he's he's a member of the roots. Like he's a he's part of a group, part of a group, part of a group." Yeah, this is a certified solo record. And it's classic material. So, like, yeah. any argument someone would have to be like, no, nah, well, you know, he's not number, he's not in the top five because of it. Like, he's got a certified classic as a solo album in this joint. Yeah. And countless classic records 
over like a cl- countless classic verses and classic records from when he was with, not when he was with because he's still with the roots but uh classic records with the roots this is a classic solo album he's got the other the eps that he had put out that were really really outstanding mm-hmm. i mean i, I want to ask you this um because this is how i felt do you like belize sounds like a doom record like for me it was like danger mouse doing his best mm-hmm. doom interpretation yeah, it definitely does give me that feeling. And that verse uh, from Doom is an older verse, too. Yes. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not like Danger Mouse had like an unreleased uh, Doom verse that we hadn't heard. Uh, but yeah, it absolutely uh, gives me that kind of uh, mm-hmm. like Doom, almost like spooky, cartoonish feel. Yes, exactly. To the beat. Yeah, absolutely. I get that same feeling, too. Yeah, I, I mean, I... I can't say how much i love this record it just like i can't say enough how much i love it It, it's insanely good man i've probably listened to aquamarine like 50 times like how it comes on and it sounds like an orchestra like getting ready to 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 play and then like just falls into the joint and michael kiwanuka's haunting vocals comes on and Mm. like (laughs) i mean thought thought is on a on another level on this record and i mean to think he's he we both have said this just from the eps that were being released he's only getting better thoughts like getting better at this yeah yeah that's the thing like um there are certain aspects of like different different like time periods of his style that i miss like when uh, I know a few folks didn't like uh, some of the like scatting shit from like Do You Want More and like the mm-hmm. jazzy stuff. I did like when uh, his flow uh, was a little more elastic. Yeah. From like the earlier times, but from like a, a a technical standpoint and like a writer, you know, literary standpoint, yeah, his his pen is just getting crazier, uh, and he's approaching it with uh so much intensity as mm-hmm. an MC and I think that um I don't think that you inherently get worse you know as you get older I think that's like a stereotype that you know we we're seeing uh folks like Black Thought, you know, Jay, uh Master Ace are are Nas. Nas, absolutely Nas. People people are blowing that stereotype <laughs> yeah. out of the water, but I do think that sometimes it's hard when you're older and you're fucking rich as hell, it's hard to maintain the intensity that you yeah. approach the craft with. This motherfucker is more intense. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He's more intense as an MC than he was as a younger artist. So it's it's crazy to see that. Like, man, like you really and I know, you know, they made this record um over the course of some years. They've like off and on kind of uh work together on stuff but i'm looking at this shit and listening to him and i'm like yo you wrote all of this shit and and spit it this uh intensely it's it's a marvel to see and you can see you know a lot of cats don't want to get on records with him you know what i mean he has uh they have guest appearances on on this record uh but you know when you hear him rhyme, you can see why some of these motherfuckers don't <laughs> don't want to. You know that's kind of been the talk that people don't want to get on songs with him. It's, it's 
you know, standing next to that kind of intensity and technical proficiency is hard as an MC. Yeah, yeah you got to have like supreme confidence that mm-hmm. you're going to bring something to the table that's at least going to hang with what he's going to bring. Yeah. And <clears throat> I mean, it's hard when you listen to some of this stuff, you're just like, I don't know if like, I don't know if anybody can hang with what he's talking about on, 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 um, like shit like No Gold Teeth or mm. the joint with uh, Aquamarine. Like just just how he's just bringing it. Like, you know what I mean? How he, he this album kind of feels like a drill of like, oh, you're going to get like the hardest shit. We're going to force all this shit down your throat type thing. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? He's killing he, it on this shit. Yeah. Yeah. He just, it, it's just insane. It, it's it's supremely planted right now as album of the year for me. I don't know if it can be like moved. Yeah. It's definitely um it's in it's in my upper echelon. <laughs> you know what I mean? As far as the best records I, of the year. Uh I love the joint uh Strangers with ASAP Rocky yes. and yeah, uh yeah. Run and the Run Jewels. Jewels. And you know, I love seeing Killer Mike and LP show up in a non run the jewels context. Yes. Sometimes run the jewels is like gets into uh the realm of like stadium rap for mm-hmm. me. It's like big and it's bold and it's it's like I don't want to call it Michael Bay <laughs> like hey. a Michael Bay uh equivalent, but it, it sometimes run the jewels is overwhelming. You know, this shit is like perfect for them. And then Rocky Rocky might have the best verse on the song, or at least uh, when my first couple listens, the one that uh, stood out the most for me, mm-hmm. maybe because it's a contrast. Stylistically, to, it's a huge contrast. Yeah, com- compare, compared to what he usually does, maybe that's what makes it kind of uh, stand out. But I love uh, Thought Kills It. I love L's verse. You know, Killer Mike is cool on it too. You know what I mean? It was It was ill to see that combination of heads and that that qualifies as a posse cut right posse cut is like oh yeah i would guess so yeah yeah Yeah. definitely maybe best posse cut this year i don't fucking know you know what i mean i haven't heard a lot this year but yeah they they all kill it on that that strangers joint in particular i like i love the uh um with the violas and lapitas the last Mm. joint on there yeah i just yeah because it's just like it's just like it's like a tumbling rock as he's flowing. Just like as it's going downhill, it's just and just building up. And then like it just ends. <clears throat> it's 12 songs, but it's like 37 minutes long total. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Which I, you know, you know, I love that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Give me something short. Hit me hard and make me, it gives me, for me, like the, the, the stronger it is, the shorter it is, makes it like repeatable, more repeatable for me. You know yeah. what I mean? Come in, kick me in the chest. Concise, yeah. And get out real quick. Let me yeah. let me want to replay it. Yeah, absolutely. Don't give me a um, ten minute Eminem diss song. I don't want to hear that shit. So <laughs> we will address. I will address this. Okay. <laughs> I'm not listening to. So if you're coming here thinking like, oh man, maybe they listen to the new game album. I didn't <laughs> listen to no new game album. <laughs> turn if you think we listen to the game album. Turn the podcast off right yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Especially when you got 50 Cent leaking reference vocals for songs that he wrote for this motherfucker. You talking this yes. rap, rap, rap shit, which you was never 
what they be saying, like you was never that one. You wasn't. Yeah, you was never that. That was not. That's that's not you, my guy. That's not yeah. you. Yeah, I don't hear. I don't hear nothing from that motherfucker. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Y'all, y'all tell me if the album is live. I, I'll, I'll never know. And I don't want to listen to. I don't want to listen to an Eminem diss song anyway. I definitely don't want to listen to an Eminem ten minute Eminem diss song. A ten minute joint. That's I'm like good. a disco song. Yo, you're dissing the dude. The, exactly. That's what you do when you coked up. That's that's when you. That was a that's a disco song. You get coked out of your gourd and go dance at Studio Fifty Four. Yeah. Not this Eminem. Somebody who no one cares. Like I don't want to say no one cares about, but just like in popular culture. Like when were you like, oh man, like Eminem is really doing it. Like yeah, you know and chilling I mean? and minding his business. Like, yeah. <laughs> why are you? Come on. Yeah, you're mad that he was famous and he was more famous than you were. Like you think you're better than him as like you're not better than him as an and, and this isn't from an Eminem fan. You're not better you know than him as an fans, MC. But yeah, yeah. you can't and, fuck like, with Boy though. No, like you can't fuck with him. No, no <laughs> you kicking I'm, all that rap shit and it turned out Fifty Cent was writing for you. Like, <laughs> come on, man. Come on. Um, there, so I will mention there there is a new single from Fab. Um, and featuring French Montana called Say Less, which is like a really like cool summery New York song. Like it, it's okay. exactly what it feels like. And it's like I, I I dig that. You know what I mean? I dug that. So like Say Less from Fab and it's just a single from Fab and French Montana. But I definitely say check that joint out if you haven't heard that yet. Mm. Um yeah, been- do you you listen to anything new? Yeah, I've been rocking with uh, this cat Garfunkel. Uh, okay. Shout out to Zilla Rocka. He put me on to this. Uh, but the the joint is called Do You Want More? It speak, you know, he's talking a lot about yes. Black Thought and the Roots. Uh, this is kind of like his version of Do You Want More? Okay. And it's real ill. Uh, he's not a Philly guy, uh, Garfunkel. He's from North Carolina. Uh, but he's paying homage to uh, this classic album that we all love. And it's, yeah, it's beautiful. It's on some, like, you know, um, real, like, lush, like, jazzy kind of thing. I, uh, I love uh, the version of Swept Away. Swept okay. Away is, like, one of my favorite root songs um, anyway. And he, he does a real dope uh, kind of funky version of Proceed. It's ill. It's like, like homeboy... Uh, I don't know much about him, but like he's real nice on the beats and okay, you know, being able to take these songs that we know and he nails them, but he also puts like a unique kind of spin on them. It's not like just like oh, it's just a, a cover, you know what I'm yeah. saying? It's like he he does like a a, a nice uh, he does some nice kind of like clever reinventions mm-hmm. of a record that you know we've been listening to 20 plus years you know what i'm saying it's, it's, uh, it's my math wild. is bad <laughs> it's wild that we're in that place in hip-hop where like an album can be like oh we're just reinterpreting this album yeah. from 20 years ago yeah and you're like holy shit 20 years ago was <laughs> mm-hmm. was a long time ago like that's insane that's yeah, insane. That's the shit they do with like Pink Floyd or some shit. Yeah, that's but, you know, so hip hop is w- in that space now. I was having this conversation with um somebody. They're around like ten years younger than we are. They're probably around Lissa's age. Mm-hmm. Actually, they're probably even a little younger than that because I don't even think he's thirty yet. Um, and 
we were talking about that exact thing of like um you know i remember hearing this a lot especially like in late 90s early 2000s well like where's raps uh where's raps rolling stones and it's right. like well rap has only been around for about 25 years at that point it's like rap's only been around for about 25 years like the rolling stones came out fucking 40 years ago like it's they they were out before hip-hop was a thing so like you can't expect rap to have a rolling stones yeah fast forward 20 some years you have artists like Mm jay-z and nas and black thought yeah exactly like you have these people who are around still still releasing new music you know what i mean like there's 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 still these people and like that's the thing it's like you know with stones going tour nobody wants to hear anything from like <laughs> 80 on what's, what's this shit? bridges bridges to babylon like yeah niggas don't want to hear that <laughs> no like if nas comes if nas like nas is on tour right now with wu-tang Mm-hmm. He can come out and do songs from King Disease 2 and yeah. like people are gonna be like, Yes, I want to hear mm-hmm. this new shit that he came out do, a year uh, ago. What's the joint? Uh Spicy. Yeah. He could do uh the shit with the firm. Yeah. You know, bring out A Z and Foxy. Like, you know. That's yeah, that's I'm glad you brought that up because um I don't want to get too far off yes, uh, yeah, talking yeah. about the new music, but I'm glad you brought that up because I see this constant um talking point about oh well you know rap don't don't respect his elders the rolling stones could still tour bruce springsteen could still tour yeah that's nostalgia you yes. know what i'm saying <laughs> that's nostalgia and then also if you look at it demographically you know the rolling stones you know bruce springsteen their audience probably has more disposable income to support these big tours by mm-hmm. uh you know they're they're probably in a different you know, economic class than like a bunch of niggas that used to listen to rap in the nineties. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like, of course, that's not the case for everybody. Um, but I think that uh, we've kind of gotten used to saying that, and and we just say it over and over again. And like you said, you know, when Bruce Springsteen come out, a lot of niggas might not want to hear like his new joints. When uh, the Rolling Stones come out, niggas definitely don't want to hear nothing. <laughs> no. That they made from in Brown like the nineties. Play it again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Rocks off. Play that. Yes. You know what I mean? Satisfaction. Yeah. Play that. So yeah, I think that um, we undersell rap and and kind of oversell rock music in that regard. There's absolutely ageism in rock as well. Oh, absolutely. You yeah, know? and and that's the thing. It's like yo, Jay Z goes on a tour. He can do stuff from four forty four. Absolutely. And his fans, because they've aged with him. Will be like, yeah, I can re- not, I can't relate to having a Basquiat on my wall, but like, yeah. I can relate to like these grown up problems and mm-hmm. like those kind of things. So like, he can do music from four forty four, but like, you know, and that's an album he released twenty five years into his career or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, you know, the Stones aren't really releasing music twenty five years into their career. Yeah. People are like, I want to hear that. You know what right. I mean? And people so, were excited about it when Hove did it. Oh yeah, you know Dude, what I mean. Everybody like, was his audience about was all about it. Absolutely, yeah. you know Absolutely. what I mean. Last time someone talked about U 2s new music, it was when they put it on your phone for free, <laughs> and everybody was like, "Please get this off of my phone." Yeah, I don't want this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I don't want this song on my phone. Right. Take it off. <laughs> so yeah, but I, I think I do think that's a. It's crazy that we have gotten to a point in in hip hop 
that like people are making like new interpretations of classic albums. Yeah. But it's awesome. I, I I'm glad we've gotten to that point. Like I loved it when they were doing like uh the Illmatic. What was what was my man who did the Illmatic John? Oh, uh Elzai. Yeah, Elzai. Yeah, and like Elmatic. Yeah, like I love that kind of stuff. You know what yeah. I mean? Um and then didn't somebody else did a reasonable doubt version too. Oh, Sky Zoo. Sky Zoo did the yeah, yeah. He, he did the reasonable doubt version. So it's like I really love that, that, like, mm-hmm. these things can, like, you know, people can go, like, oh, these were fundamentally, like, uh, um, core inspirations to me. Mm-hmm. And I want to, like, make it something based around this. Like, yeah. that's awesome. I dig that. Like, I think it's great that we can get to that point. Yeah. Well, this, yeah, yeah this, this cat, he nails it. Uh, Garfunkel, it's called Do You Want More? It's on uh, his band camp. And, right. yeah, it's, it's real dope. And for the last album uh, we'll talk about this week is uh, this album was like, so for folks who don't know, because we always have new listeners, um, I coached for years, coached kids for years. So like I have like, and I'm still in contact with a lot of these kids that I've coached and like Mm -hmm. we're involved with in their life, uh, mentoring and shit like that. So like I have like a lot of like, 20 year olds on my social media that like are kids that I, I I know and shit like that. Every one of them was posting this album. It was Rod Wave, Beautiful Mind. Mm. Every one of them was posting songs from this album. They're all listening to it. So I was like, I need to like go check this album out. Like of all like this whole generations of, of kids that I know are all listening to this. There's there's some kind of cultural impact that I need to be aware of. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? Um, and it's a it's really a dope album. It's really cool. Um, it's got a stone a, a song called uh, "Stone Rolling," which is really really good. Mm. There's a Quiet Storm song that's really really good. Um, it's a it's a dense album. There's like 24 tracks on it. Shit, <laughs> so it's long. Um, yeah. but I see why people are fucking with it, and I see why they're digging it. Um, I really do think there's some really great stuff on there. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of in the wave of like the singing rapping thing, like kind of like a future type wave. Yeah, yeah. Um, but like it's really good. Um, I think folks should check it out. Uh, and you know, like I, I can see why it's a it's an impact for like people their age, like you know what I mean, and why that song, it's why like four forty four resonated with us, and like as is like you know dudes in their late thirties, early forties, and mm-hmm. shit like that. It's like he's talking about shit that twenty year olds are gonna be talking about in their music. And yeah. hey, man, I definitely think folks should check it out if you want to avoid being that you know that old guy who's like, "There's nothing new, good." Blah, blah, There's blah, no blah, blah. good hip hop. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I definitely say check that joint out. Uh, Rod Wave, Beautiful Mind, streaming everywhere. Uh, really, really good. Um, check that shit out. Check out all the new stuff we just talked about. I think that's important to just be checking out new shit. You know what I yeah. mean? Um, I don't ever want to get into that that wave of like, oh, man, I'm just going to throw on this old album that I listen to all the time. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? There's shit that I listen to on repeat, but there's other shit. I, w- I always like to check out new stuff, so. Yeah, the the Guardian just uh, published an interesting piece uh, about that very same subject about uh, folks. You know, they they done studies. They say that once folks hit like thirty three or like thirty six or whatever, um, they stop listening yes, to listening new to music. New stuff. And you know, um, 
I definitely and homeboy uh I can't think of uh the writer's name um but he he really wrote it in a beautiful way he was talking about being sad that a lot of his peers who he had bonded over you know bonded with uh over music uh were just like not listening to anything or you know they were listening to just old shit uh and he felt kind of like alienated with that um so yeah you know you don't gotta dig everything that's new. Obviously, you're not gonna dig everything no. that's new, uh, but you you should try, if you want, you know what I mean, to to maintain like an open mind and like a sense of discovery. That's what I try to do. You know what I mean? Because it's easy. I don't know what it is, but it's something that's easy uh, about you know just kind of settling into like shit that's familiar to you. But I try to like be intentional about discovery, and of course. A lot of my job is about discovering like new shit, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, and like finding uh, new music. So yeah, you try to like maintain like an openness to new stuff. It ain't gonna kill you. Nah, listen, man. Lil Sims is like my favorite artist out right now. If I wasn't open to listening to new music, I would have never listened to her. You know what yeah. I mean? And she's put out three projects in a row that I think are fucking stellar. So, you know, I think it's important to always be, you know trying to check out new music you know like you said you're not gonna love everything but there's always new stuff out here that you can like yeah yeah um but i think we start wrapping up um you can find all our information our live show our first live show since the pandemic is this friday um uh at eastern state penitentiary from six to nine if you can come out definitely come out check us out um it's gonna be a good time um, we'll be performing, uh, we'll be doing a live show, uh, live podcast. Also there'll be performances from, there'll be a performance from, um, day one, not day two. Um, and we'll also be talking with him, um, about the prison industrial complex and hip hop. Um, uh, you can get all our information, everything that's going on with us on our social media at serious rap shit. Um, on, on Instagram and Twitter, you're John underscore liberator on Instagram and Twitter. I'm Indy underscore SRS, I N D I underscore SRS on Instagram and Twitter. Um, you can also get us all our video stuff at serious rap shit vivo. Um, all one word, put it in your, uh, your search bar on YouTube, serious rap shit vivo. It'll all come up. It'll come up. We have so much stuff there. Our documentary is there. Um exclusive so much exclusive stuff is there that's just on the uh just on the 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 podcast page. Um and then our website seriousrapshit.com where all our merchandise is, t-shirts, hoodies, hats, beanies, jackets, whatever you want. It's all there. Um besides that, we'll be back next week. Peace. Peace. Me and my friend take his rat trap to you.